Hi, beautiful. And um, this is my very first episode, season one, episode one. And moral of the story for this entire podcast is that it's okay to not be okay because we've all not been okay. And you felt like there might have been something wrong with you or this person made you feel terrible and what they did to you was wrong and they betrayed you, they hurt you or even if it's not a person, even if you're just down in the dumps and you feel like the entire world turned its back on you and we've all been there I've been there everyone's been there and I just wanted you to know that you're not alone and I was literally in the shower when I told myself that I wanted to do a podcast because I wanted my voice to be heard and for anyone out there who's like I don't know what I'm doing with my life. I don't know where I'm going. I don't know how I feel. What's the first step I take? Um, How do I get myself out there? How do I get myself out of this never-ending slump that I've been dealing with for what feels like forever? Well, that's how you deal with things and whether or not you're going to overcome it. That's all on you. There's no one who's going to do it for you. There's no person... And even though it might feel like there's a person, when push comes to shove and you really want to overcome any hard thing you're dealing with, the only person who's going to solve that problem is you. The only person who's going to guide you through it, even though it might not seem like it now, is you. And I know everyone might tell you it's all about taking that first step. And that's if you talk to someone. That's if you have someone to get it out on. And if you don't, I'm sorry. Write it down. Do what I'm doing. Make a podcast and just get all your thoughts out. Because if you never do, they're going to be bouncing around in your head, leaving them there for you to overthink. And you have to clear your mind of everything that's cooped up in it. Because the mind can be both the best thing in the world and the worst thing that's ever happened to you. And... um. I know I've experienced both sides of that spectrum. And um, I just wanted you to know that you're beautiful. And if you're listening to this right now, um, hi, welcome. And whatever your position you're in right now, I'm sure I've been there. You've looked up this title for a reason. And I'm going to assume it's because you're not okay or... You thought it was funny, because I know I've done that. I know I've just listened to things and talked to people just because I thought they were funny. Or I just thought that I had nothing to do and I thought it would be interesting. Well, I hope you find this interesting, because it's all about accepting that it's okay to not be okay. Literally what the title is, what you looked up, and overcoming that. And I've read all different statistics and all different facts and... I don't really, I I don't know where I got them from, but I feel like anything that stuck with me over the years just seems to make sense. And that's why I still remember it. So, and I mean, sometimes everyone's heal process is different. And I mean, I feel like I'm kind of being sporadic right now and it's my first podcast and I don't really know where I'm going with this because as I said before I was literally in the shower and I was like you know what let's make a podcast you know like let's do it and just make it about how it's okay to not be okay because 
I was in the shower and I was just getting upset thinking about life and the world and my relationships with everyone I know, which I'll get into, I'm sure, just random talking points in this podcast because I'm incredibly good at going off about myself, especially when I'm talking into a microphone on my phone or anyone I'm close to. So um, I just hope that this podcast finds you when you're in the right place and or not in the right place to be honest because the whole point of this is trying to help people who are not in the right place because to be honest how are you even supposed to know when you're in the right place like I don't know like I feel like with my case there's always something in life that's gonna bop back into your head like oh crap gotta deal with this now um and I've been there a whole lot Especially for me, in a nutshell, it's my boyfriend, who I feel like at times our relationship was a teeny bit toxic, especially with like Corona time and everything else. And we're working that out. And that's a whole healing process and apologizing and talking about it and all this other stuff. And also relationships with one of my parents. And that's a whole different thing with both of them, as a matter of fact, at different points. And When you're at such a vulnerable age, like 16, sometimes life just hits you like a Mack truck. And sometimes things just happen and you don't really know what to think. And that is completely normal. And if you're 16 and like me or you're around that age in these primitive years, um, well, I know how you feel. And so does everyone else. Like, you're never the only one who's nervous. You're never the only one who feels like they're literally about to crap themselves because they're so nervous. And um, you're never the only one who feels like you're alone. And I feel like it's so ironic that everyone seems to think they're alone, but they're always telling others, you're not alone. You always have me. And then are those people really there for you? Are they? I mean, who knows? And you might not have anyone. And then... You might have those people who just kind of say it to make you feel all that much better. But deep down, you know that if you text that person, they might not text you back when you really need it. Even though you would do the same for them in a heartbeat. And if that's the case, I'm sorry. I've been there. I have. I. There's always been people in and out of your life. And if they're still in it, I'm sorry. And the one thing I hate the most... I hate this, is when people say, just go make new friends. Well, okay, um, how am I supposed to do that? I'm in high school, in all the same classes where I met my friends, or at sports where I met my friends, or activities. And you're stuck with the same people. You can't just whip up, but how do you want me to go make new friends? This isn't middle school or kindergarten where you can quite literally just walk up to someone and be like hey you want to be my friend you want to play tag and then maybe not see each other ever again or however parents make a play date like no this is high school and if you're in college I I I have no idea I'm not in college but um I'm assuming it's something like that because like when they say oh just go make new friends get a new friend group well it's easier said than done Especially when you're the one who has to go make new friends. And you're not the one who has a friend group that they can always rely on. They can always trust that they're going to be there. Because not everyone has that. And I feel like 
It's annoying when people with those solid friend groups and with people they can trust are telling other people that feel left out or may not have as many friends that are going to be there for them. And when they tell them, okay, just go make new friends. It's like you're expecting them to just at lunch instead of sitting with the random group that they don't really like being with, they don't really enjoy their company. It's like telling them, just go sit at another table and see what happens. When you're in high school and you sit at some other table, they're going to be like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, at least I feel like that would be the case in my school. Like, they're going to be like, they're going to welcome you. Like, as kids at my school are nice. I feel like most of them would welcome you and be like, okay, but it would be awkward silence. And you can't just pretend like you've known these people for years. Then you have to create that bond with them. And that's if those are people you're going to get along with. I'm sorry, I'm like going off right now and I'm talking so fast just because it peeves me so much. And if you're one of those people who suffer from that exact problem, I know how you feel. And I'm trying to come up with some other way to, like, like really, like, make new friends. And actually, there is one app that I would recommend getting. It's, um, this sounds so stupid, but it's like Yubo. And I downloaded it for fun and to see how many people actually used it because I feel like it's one of those apps that, like, no one's going to admit that they have, but everyone actually has it. And it's basically one of those apps where it literally, it's like a kid version of Tinder, except you're meeting friends, and I just used air quotes and not people you're going to hook up with. So basically, you just kind of swipe through and people add you and you just start talking to them. And I met one kid who I talk to, like, every day, and he's like really nice and we're like becoming good friends and everything like that so I think that's a great way to put yourself out there and meet new friends and not having to do it face to face if you're one of those people and you feel like you're not really quick clicking or like I mean don't get me wrong there are guys on there who are not don't have the best intentions let's put it like that and um, I just block them or unadd them because, like I said, I'm in a relationship and I'm not really looking for that. But a majority of kids on there are extremely nice and they're just doing, they're on there for the same reason as you. To meet new friends, see who's on there and see if they can make a good friendship or even a relationship out of it. And you can set all these different things, you can characterize it. Like, you might not only want to meet people in less than 30 miles. The app can, like, set it so when you swipe through, there are only people within 30 miles. And just all these other age, you can set up the age group you want, all this other stuff. So, personally, I think that would be a great first step to take and then just work from there. Um, anyway, so, and I'm just saying that because I know how hard it is. I, I do. And, um... That, I think that's the first thing that I would recommend. And, um, because there are literally like 7 billion people in the world. And the fact of the matter is, even if like 1% of the world would like you as a friend, well, congratulations, because that's a more than a million people, way more than a million people who would gladly be your friend, like willingly. And you guys would just get along. Like, could you imagine having more like millions of friends like honestly why don't you just get them all to add you on instagram and next thing you know you're making bank because you got millions of followers and it's like if only it were that simple but no we're left with the task of finding them which i would expect 
Um, anyway, um, yeah, so life's hard, and I feel like I definitely got off track with the whole it's okay to not be okay thing, and I feel like there are gonna be podcasts when I'm in the middle or done with crying because something happened, and I'm gonna be on here, and I'm gonna tell you how I feel, and I'm gonna try to get over it, and because it's, it's, I don't know why, but I feel like showing the process and how I would deal with it because I've gotten through some really tough times and sometimes holding on to something does so much less damage than letting go. It's like, I, this is kind of a bad example, but it's the only thing I could think of. It's like playing tug of war when you're in middle school or whatever, like, field day or school or whatever, and you're playing, like, tug-of-war, and you got a rope, and there's people on two sides, and you get all these burns on your hand, and, like, I forget what the thing's called, but the things that pop, and then, uh, uh, blisters? Yeah, blisters, I think, and, um, pretty much, like, you're, I mean, you want to win so bad, and you want to hold on so bad, so you can celebrate and be happy, but, If you win, congratulations, you're celebrating, but later on you're going to be in a shit ton of pain later that night crying to yourself or your parents or or your dog or your cat because your hands are in so much pain. But if you lose and you let go and you give up, you're not going to, I mean, you're going to be sad in that moment, but you're going to heal and your hands aren't going to be in as much pain. And when you, when I'm trying to put that into an example of life and like people and relationships or pretty much anything you want because this applies to literally everything and if you're trying so hard to hold on to someone it's like they're pulling on a rope and you're just holding on but you're getting so hurt like mentally or even physically and if that's the case let go and face the fact that you're not going to be okay for a little bit Because you lost something that you thought that you needed or made you feel all that much better. But after a while, you're going to heal. And you're going to see that maybe I was better off without them. And because a relationship should never be questioning anything. The only thing you should be questioning is where you want to go out to eat and maybe never figure it out. But that's okay. And... Whether you're dating a guy or a girl or literally anyone. And I mean, I I'm, I mean, there are people who date animals and like actual inflatable pool things. And I've heard it all. And, you know, you do you. And I support it. Um, and whatever you do, I mean, especially nowadays no matter what you do it feels like someone's gonna have a problem with it and until you say fuck it because this is what I want to do and this is what it's gonna benefit me the most you're gonna be getting stepped on your entire life and you're gonna be a sheep following the one person or following every other sheep just because since they're all doing it I might as well do it and in some cases that's the best way to go like when your school has a fire drill don't run off and do some stupid shit. Just go out to school like everyone else and do that. But in any other situation, unless it's something like that, 
doing what you want to do as a person is going to, in the end, is going to leave you the most satisfied. If you feel that you should let go and not be okay for a little bit and heal, do that. And it's going to be so hard and you're going to be crying, sending that text or saying it to their face or over FaceTime and you're going to be shaking and you're going to be scared or you're going to be like, I'm so fucking done with it. I don't care. And But whatever you do, do what your gut tells you to do because that's the most reliable source that you can possibly have, your gut. If your gut and you feel sick all the time, Get rid of that feeling. Find the thing, find the source that's giving you that feeling and get rid of it. Please. Because no person deserves to live with that feeling. Because when you have that feeling, something's just not right. And until you fix it, it's going to be there. And your gut's giving you that feeling for a reason. It's telling you, man, what the fuck are you doing? Get out. Like, why? Like, whatever you're doing, like... Look, my point is, do what you feel is right. And if you're having trouble finding friends, go on Yubo. Because thank God for social media. It gives you so much better of a way than to sit at someone else's lunch table and go, Hi, can we be friends? Anyway, this is my first podcast. I have to clean my room now or else my mom's going to like, Bye.